Yo, what up? Welcome to Spectator Sport, and I'm Zach Roach, along with my partner at crime, Mr. Adi Wally. We got a special guest in the building. We got my man, man, Bird, here to talk about some players that should have stayed together in the NBA. This show is a little different we're doing today. We're going to talk about, it's been a lot of players that played together, and we always say, man, if they would have stayed together, they could have did something. They they might have did something, but, you know, one player might leave for money. The management just like we trade somebody abruptly. So things happen all the time. So I'm going to start with our, our special guest in the building, Mr. Bird. Give me a combination or a team or some teammates that should have stayed together but didn't stay. Oh, man. I mean, it's so many. I, you know, it's, it's so many. I mean, I, I first come to mind is Kemp and Peyton. You know, I think Ooh. Kemp and Peyton. Yeah. Would have been able to super, you know, get past the, the Stocktons and Malones and Houston's and them eventually had they. Um, yeah. I, I I thought that Marbury and Garnett yeah. would have, you know, what I'm saying, made some crazy. I wish T Mac and Vince would have stayed together, mm -hmm. you know, at that time. Uh, Steve Nash and Dirk, <laughs> I think would have been, you know, what I'm saying, ill. I mean, it's a, it's it's a few, you know, of course, you know. The Shaq and Penny. Yeah. Of course, Shaq and Penny, you know what I'm saying? They, I mean, but it's, I mean, those would be like some of my main, like, ones, like, that stick out, like, I think they would have won championships, you know? So, which one in your mind, out of all those you named, was like, man, that one was really the one that should have stayed together? Like, if you can go name any one of those, what's the combination that was for you? <laughs> man, I mean, it's hard not to go Shaq and Penny, but... T Mac events. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah. if they, if, if they <laughs> yeah. develop together yeah. like that, you know, and, and have players around them, that shit could have been scary. So, uh, you know, I, I, but I mean, I, I lean towards Shaq and Penny because I think, like I, I said on the, on the show prior, that I think they would have been the team, if it was going to be a team to knock the Bulls off yeah. the throne, it would have been that Shaq and Penny yeah. Orlando Magic team. Yeah, yeah, yeah they could have. <laughs> So I mean, Shaq and Penny's your number one there. Yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, Shaq and Penny, that was crazy. Um, I mean, they came to the league right away and just like pretty much took it over almost. No doubt. Uh, question to you, Adi. Same question. What teammate? What pair of teammates you thought, man, if they would have stayed together, they could have made some noise. Well, not just a pair. You know, what I'm saying it could be trios and okay. you know things like that. So you know what? I always wondered what could have happened. What could have been if Chris Webber stayed with the Golden State Warriors, Ooh, okay? Yeah. Um, they, they had the trail Sprewell, Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, all right? And in the 1993 NBA draft, the Warriors drafted Penny Hardaway with the number three pick, but they traded him to the Orlando Magic for, and three future first round picks, mm. uh, to Orlando for the number one pick in Chris Webber. Chris Webber ended up being the rookie of the year that year. Uh, the Warriors went 50 and 32 that season. Yep. They ended up playing the Phoenix Suns in the uh, Western and the, the playoffs in the first round, yep. but they did not have Tim Hardaway. He was out. He was injured that year, yep. and they had Sprewell playing point guard, yeah. Avery, Avery Johnson off the bench playing point guard. They got swept. They uh, lost to the um, Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. Suns. Yeah, that's, that's the series where Webber took it around his back on Barkley. <laughs> then Barkley got 56 on 56 and 24. Yes. <laughs> 56 and 24 rebounds. Yeah, that wasn't too good. <laughs> I, oh, I, I'm sorry, and I, I, I did mention before on yeah. the prior show that 
you know, Phoenix Suns was a, a team of mine, uh, a, a, a team that I really liked as a shorty growing up because Kevin Johnson was my favorite point guard. Yeah. Barkley was my favorite power forward. So we talking about a duo that I wish would have stuck together. A little yeah, that's them, a good Them two, KJ and Barkley, for absolutely sure. Yeah, 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 K, yeah, Barkley. But if you look though. Is when you said that it's funny. I had Weber Hardaway, Weber Sprewell. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to be on the same team. But yeah. what's fascinating to me is how they broke up. All right, so Chris Weber, he hated Coach Don Nelson. Yeah, right? he hated him because Don Nelson loved that small ball mm -hmm. strategy and then playing Chris Weber at center, and Weber hated playing center. And so also there was an incident where Chris Weber got into it with Don Nelson because he threw a fancy pass and Don Nelson got angry and yelled at him and Chris Webber got pissed off. Yeah. He didn't like getting yelled at. And also, uh, the assistant coach, Greg Popovich, was with Golden State and he said that Chris Webber wanted to be more like Magic Johnson. We wanted him more like Karl Malone. And so Chris Webber demanded a trade yeah. and it ended up, uh, he wanted to go with his old college buddy, Jawan Howard with the Bullets and the Warriors traded him for three first round picks, future first round picks, mm. and Tom Gugliotta. Tom, yeah. Tom Gugliotta and the Warriors. Gugliotta was decent. He was, he was decent, but <laughs> the problem with this is <laughs> yeah. the Warriors didn't make a playoff. They didn't make the playoffs for 12 straight years after that. Yep. That was the longest playoff drought in franchise history. And the Wizards, I mean, not the Wizards, the Bullets went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs, but Chris Webber played four seasons with the Bullets and never won a playoff game. And, and he was partying too much with Jawan Howard. He got arrested a few times, and then he got traded in 1998 for, to Sacramento for Mitch Richmond right. and all the store. And Chris Webber's best chance to win a title came his first season when he played with Mike Bibby. Yeah. They made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals uh, 2002 against Kobe and the Lakers and all Kobe them. Shaq. Game four, they was up 2-1 uh, in the series, and Kobe went to the hole with six seconds to go, Kings up two points, he missed the layup, Shaq missed the tip in, Vladi Divac. One of the luckiest tap, how you just tap the ball to somebody right in rhythm? He tapped it right to Robin Roy, and so they, the Lakers went on, and they beat the Nets in the championship. That was his best chance to win. Then in the next season, uh, Chris Webber towards ACL in yep. 2003 playoffs in the second round against the Mavericks. Yep. And so he was, that was pretty much the end of Chris Webber, and he wasted all of those prime years playing with his buddy Jawan Howard and white chocolate with the Kings with. I just wonder what would have happened if he stayed with Sprewell, Tim Hardaway, Chris Martin. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Y'all brought up some good ones. Um, I mean, Marvin Garnett is the one I probably, um, at the time, because that could have changed the both of their careers, in a sense. Garnett's biggest fault was not being able to win in Minnesota. He, you know, the farthest he got was the Western Conference Finals to the Lakers. Against the Lakers, they lost. If Marbury, yeah, and when they had three if they could have kept Marbury and Garnett, because when Marbury first came to the league, he was a monster. I mean, he was that, he brought that little swagger. Uh, him and Garnett, you know, they made the playoffs one year as the AC, and I felt like if they would have kept developing, they had Tom Ruby out on that team too. <laughs> but I tell you, the Golden State, y'all make bring up good points about Golden State. What you know about Ron TMC? Oh yeah. Mitch Richmond, uh, Chris Mullen, and Tim Hardaway. Golden State, Don Nelson once again made a trade and they was, you know, it was so much hype about a player named Billy Owens. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much hype. I mean, once he was a player at the time, if you watched him, he could have had all, you know, he could do it all. They looked at him, 
Don Nelson was one of the architects, believe it or not, of the small ball era. Yeah. Like he was actually doing it back then in the 90s. He was Mike D'Antoni in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another team. Uh, Vincent T. Mack, of course. That's just, that goes without saying. I mean, T. Mack never laid a team well out the first round. Was him as the leader out the first round. Vince Carter could never get over the hump. He, you know, he had a couple good runs. But I felt like if they was together, they could have did a lot more yeah. damage. They might have could have did something in the East. When the Eastern Conference was kind of, you it know. Was, it was bad in the yeah. 2000. The first day yeah, the, 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 in the New Orleans, yeah. you're talking about Jordan and Pippen on steroids. <laughs> because <laughs> it's in, in a sense of T-Mac offensive, like, that's 60 points. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's 60. And T-Mac was a, a demon on defense yeah. as well. Absolutely. But the thing is, the T-Mac, and Vince Carter breakup was also fascinating to me because um, with the Toronto Raptors, they had Charles Oakley and they had Antonio Davis in yeah. 2000. And so they hated their coach, Bush Carter. And so which influenced T-Mac to not like their coach, Bush Carter, as well. So that was supposed to be a reason why T-Mac didn't want to go back to Toronto. But the crazy part is before T-Mac signed, signed a deal with the Orlando Magic, the Raptors fired Bush Carter, and a week later they hired Lane Wilkins in June, and T-Mac didn't sign with the Magic until August. Yeah. And so the thing is, like, so you can't really use that as a reason. The only real reason I can see him leaving his super superstar cousin Vince Carter is because he wanted to go back home to Florida. He's from Florida. Well, T-Mac said it on uh, on the jump before. He was like, "That was the biggest mistake I ever made was leaving Toronto." Cause I wanted to, you know, I felt like I was, I wanted my own team. Yeah. He said that, like that. He he made that choice on some. I, I I'm good, enough. and he was good enough to. But he yeah. he, he thought in retrospect, if I stay, if, if I stay with Vince, and we, you know what I'm saying, they they know, together. the sky was the limit on with them. Yeah. And they could have used each other because both of them had playoff epic playoff failures <clears throat> going forward. I mean, so they definitely could have. Um, they definitely. I can tell you. I give you a coach and a player that should have stayed together. Stan Van Gundy and Dwight Howard. Mm. Dwight Howard was never the same. I know he won a championship last year, but he was never as good once he left Orlando, once he left Stan Van Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dwight Howard was the, a beast. Full-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, Dominate, best center in the league by far. And once he left Stan Van Gundy, I know he had some injuries too, but it just never materialized. And it's been downhill for Dwight Howard ever since. <laughs> With Houston and, and the Lakers. Then the Lakers. Yeah. Stan knew where to give him the ball, I guess. Yeah. They, he knew how to coach him. Right? Right. He, he put him in great positions. And, and Dwight Howard wanted to leave. He didn't want Stan Van Gundy no more. And this, that, and the third. But Stan, that's one, you know, they should have stayed together. No doubt. <laughs> And, and shit, yeah, I mean, they had Jamil Nelson, Richard yeah. Lewis, and everything. He knew Turkaloo, Turkaloo for that one year when they went to the finals. Right, right. <laughs> Turkaloo was with that Sacramento team, too, though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, man, it's a, it's a lot of, I mean, it's a lot of players. A lot of times, money coming away. People mm -hmm. want to go get paid. Mm -hmm. In the case of T-Mac, he wanted his own team. Uh, Orlando management messed up the Shaq thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't want to pay Shaq. All Shaq wanted was more money than Alonzo Mourning. <laughs> That's all he wanted. And then the Orlando didn't wait till the last minute to do it. The Lakers stepped in, and that was the end of And then Penny, once again, he had big injuries, and it never materialized for him. Luckily, unfortunately for Shaq, 
he got he you know he got to go play with Kobe so and D Wade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and Wade. I wonder if Penny would have got hurt like that if, if Shaq would have stayed, Penny would his load wouldn't have been oh, yeah. that big. And, and so he probably would have played less minutes. It would have been less demand of him and he, yeah. his career would have lasted longer. And Penny was a point guard. Mm. He didn't want to be like the, he didn't he didn't want to be like the leading scorer. He would have rather he wants to be a point guard, you know, he'd be the closer and he'd be the point guard, get everybody else involved. That was his game. Right. You know, so uh, I got on um, Bird. Tell me about what you think, and what would have happened if Nash and Dirk stuck together. You think they could have won a chip? Yeah, I, I, that, I mean, we two two duos that we named. I think they would have been battling, uh, and and in the mix with, if, as far as the Kobe and not Kobe, but uh, Marbury and Garnett, Nash and Dirk. I think they would have been. Oh, that'd have been nice. Natural enemies, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as the coming up, like <laughs> yeah. it would have been nice to see them. You know, grow into contenders. You know, so I think that would have been. I think Dash and Nurk, Dash and Nurk. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I got you. Dirk and Nash yeah. would have. Um, I, I mean, it's hard to not think they would end up winning the championship. Yeah. Just because of you know the basketball IQ, market Mark Cuban putting the right people around yeah. them. So, so you know, I know I know Mark kicked himself. What well, about you know? Maybe he couldn't afford them. I don't know. That, well, no, that, that no, wouldn't make sense. Yeah, he could have. Mark, he could afford Well, he Mark Cuban actually said it. He was like, Nash was 30 at the time when he let him go. And he was like, um, Nash, he didn't think Nash had much left. He was about to go become a two-time MVP. Yeah, he, he, he didn't mean, you know, he always said that's one of his biggest mistakes. He said that was his biggest mistake ever. That's yeah. what Mark Cuban said. Yeah, yeah that he let, let him go of him. But you read my mind with that, man. I was going to talk about I, a Dirk. And Nash is number one on my list. Yeah, they're number sure one on my list on players that should have stayed together, yeah. man. Because uh, and they played six seasons together, ninety-eight to two thousand four. And the two thousand three playoffs, they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Yep. Played against the Spurs, Game Three, the series tied at one. Big Dirk Nowitzki collided with Ginobili, injured his knee, was out for the rest of the series. Yep. That's why he lost to the Spurs, and Spurs went ahead and won, won the championship. In yep. two thousand four, they played against C Webb. And Mike Bibby in the first round got eliminated in game five. That was the last game that Nash and Dirk played together. And then Mark Cuban offered Steve Nash a four-year, $36 million contract. No ball. Phoenix offered him a six-year, $63 million contract. Right. And then Mark Cuban was like, damn, that's my biggest mistake ever because Nash got revenge right away the very next season yeah. in, the, in the 2005 oh playoffs. Oh, my God. <laughs> He got big time revenge on him. He, that was one of the best series that I, Nash yeah. was absolutely torched him. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, it was it was game, yeah. that the Suns was up 3-2 in the series, and Steve Nash hit a huge shot yep. to force overtime, a big three-point shot, yep. and overtime he had some clutch free throws, yep. daggers to end the Mavericks season. He had 39 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds Ooh. in that game. <laughs> the sin, he just made Mark Cuban pay big time for letting him walk, Yep. And Nash was the MVP in 2005. Yep. He was an MVP that season, MVP the next season, and Dirk was the MVP the next season. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it, it's incredible now. The Mavericks did get their revenge in a rematch in the Western Conference Finals in 2006, but the Suns didn't have their um, best player. Amari Stoudemire was hurt. They leading scorer All-Star was hurt. So I feel like that if Nash and Dirk stayed together, Tim Duncan don't win five rings. That don't happen. I'd say he probably win three. That's bold statement. He would probably win three. <laughs> okay, Dirk Wynn don't have one ring. He have at least 
three rings. You brought up the Phoenix Suns, and when when they signed Nash, one player that left the Suns, and I that probably could have got the Suns over the hump, Joe Johnson. Mm -hmm. Joe Johnson. You remember that first year they was together, Joe yeah. Johnson. They played the San Antonio Spurs, but Joe Johnson got got elbowed in the face or something. Mm -hmm. He was wearing the mask. He wasn't himself, but he was. Joe Johnson was 16. He was the guard playing along Nash. He he also played backup point guard behind Nash. I felt like if they would have kept him with Stoudemire and Marion, they could have won some chips out there. I think, and I I don't know. I ain't, I don't know what Joe Johnson feels about the Suns, but I I, I would like to hear him talk about like mm -hmm. if you know. I know he went to Atlanta. You know, it's hard. He got paid. Yeah, he got paid. I'm not married. He was what, overpaid. Yeah. vastly overpaid. Yeah, but no, even though he was a hell of a player, he was real good. But that that was that was one player who left. I was like, man, you could have, they could have kept him, and he would have came back healthy and played the Spurs with the healthy Joe Johnson, Steve Nash, Stoudemire, and Marion. Then it's like, all right, you know, we, we got some matchups. So it was some good teams back then. Anybody else y'all when you think of? Man, I got an offbeat one just like just from the nineties. These cats was a pretty tough duo, but they ain't last long. But Big Dog and Ray Allen, yeah, yeah, nice they was good, yeah. You know, <laughs> they, they they got they got down a little bit. Um, I'm you know being that we share the same first name, Sprewell. <laughs> it, oh, he come to mind with it. he already bought Sprewell up. But I thought Sprewell and Garnett also was a pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Minnesota, yeah. You know they 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 was getting down. You know, but um. Man, I know it's some obvious old cats that I'm not thinking about. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson. I like that. That's one. a good one. I like that. I like that. I like that one. Like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have. I wish they could have. You know, patched that up and and let you know. Yeah, let, just dominate. Do that. Do, do that. Do yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wish that would have been able to pan out. Alonzo Mourning, he um, he left for Miami. They say he wanted a bigger market because the Charlotte Hornets offered Larry Johnson seven years, $84 million, which was a really big deal. At the time. Yeah, at the time. And then I believe it was the summer of 95 when the Charlotte Hornets offered him more than Larry Johnson, but he turned it down and, to go play in Miami. And, and I wonder what could have been if uh, them two guys, two guys stayed together. You know, Dale Curry, yeah. I believe Kendall Gill was around and stuff. So Muzzy Bowles, of course. Yeah. So that was a really nice team. I used to love that duel on NBA Jam, playing with Lonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson. Yeah. You kill everybody with that. Yeah. That's how I mean. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice one. One more I got, listen, this is very obvious. This is so obvious. And they had so much success. But they could have broke so many records if they stayed together. Kobe and Shaq. Mm. Kobe and Shaq. Mm. I mean, I know they all they did, they did what they did. They won three rings. But if you talk about them, you just I know they got hand, got it handed to them, you know, by the Detroit Pistons that year, but you could have easily brought Shaq and Kobe back the very next year, added a couple pieces here and there, and they would have been right back. That team could have won five, six championships just like the Bulls, if they would have stayed together. Um, no, I don't think they had the mental fortitude to do it. Well, Kobe didn't want. Kobe wanted to be the man. That's right? it. So yeah. and so 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 did Shaq. Yeah, so did Shaq. Both so, uh, you know, like Shaq did this twice in his career. Yeah, you know, left. He left uh, Orlando under the same circumstances, just without the chip. But he just so happened to leave L.A. with three of them. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I don't think that. I, well, I kind of, I, I kind of believe that they got as far as they, they didn't go as far as they could have went, 
but they went as far as they could, you know, could go as far as how they like they was just it was it wasn't no more. Like they their mental their mentality didn't allow them to get past that. Yeah. And and, and realize, man, look, we can still dominate. Let's 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 let's, let's get past all the personal mm -hmm. and all the selfish whatever and let's kill. It just got to the point like, look, man, I don't want to play with you. I, you know, and so I, I, I mean, I do agree. If they stay together, you know, uh, and you know they they put the proper adjustments around, they win at least one or two more, yeah. well, at least one more. Absolutely. Because people start catching, you know, Shaq starts slowing down a little bit, but you yeah. should. But I mean, he Shaq, Shaq had. Well, you know, he had some good years in Miami. When he was in Miami, he, you know, they, he, he always say he should have got MVP over Nash that, 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 that one year. He got, he, he, got some, <laughs> he got a good year or two in Phoenix. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of teams. But I guess everything ain't meant to be. It was yeah. to say. No, but uh, Bird brought this up a little earlier. I just want to go a little depth into the Sean Kip and Gary Payton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they should have stayed together Absolutely. a little bit more. Uh, because after the the Bulls, the last dance with the Bulls, when they eliminated them, that was actually the, the beginning of the end of the Sonics. Yep. Because that summer, the Super Sonics signed the great Jim McLevin <laughs> to a seven-year, thirty-three million-dollar deal. Okay, and that pissed off Sean Kemp. Yeah, that pissed him off because he's making more yeah. than him. You know, Absolutely. and he tried it to, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. McLevin was horrible. Yeah. Okay, and, and, and Sean Kemp. He tried to rene renegotiate his deal. Science wasn't having it. So Kemp, he started showing up very late to flights, practices. He yeah. started drinking a little bit much, but they still probably doing a little more cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so that was in '97 playoffs. They got eliminated in the second round by the Houston Rockets yeah. with Sir Charles and Clyde Gladden and Hakeem Olajuwon. That was his last time playing with Gary Payton. He demanded a trade. Yep. They did a little deep three. Uh, team trade, sending him to Cleveland Cavaliers. That was actually his best season personally in Cleveland. Uh, he, he was yeah, he made all time. Yeah, that was his best personal season, right? Sean there, individually. Yeah, a whole nother discussion. Sean Kemp, to me, should get some 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 Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, I agree you know with that. Uh, but it, it, you know what? Because he he always. I'm glad he said the name Drexler. I. Like it just like I said, a little offbeat. Drexler and Porter used to be that was a great some dogs, yeah. you know. And that Portland team was real. Like they was making it to the Western Conference Finals, but losing to the Lakers or some shit like that. But then when they got past the Lakers, finally they run into the Pistons and they run into the Bulls. Yeah. So it was, but they was real though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like it was hard to deal with them. And so in the and Portland, I mean, and that backcourt was. The whole, I mean, they had some dogs, but Terry Porter and Clyde was what made that go. So it was, they was a nice little, you know. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know what, y'all forget what I thought somebody would bring it up before this last team. I'm gonna say KD Harden and Russell Westbrook. Oh yeah, that's, that's KD yeah, Harden. Yeah, Russell you got yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, I mean, definitely. I mean, they OKC can have about three chips right now. They would have just kept Harden, Russ Westbrook, and Durant together. Dude, seriously, like that's just what it is. <laughs> that they was the most fortunate. Yeah, that was some of the most fortunate and best GMing. I mean, because it's other players that 
they had that you forget about. They had Jeff Green. They had Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Wow. They, you know what I'm saying? These, these guys, Jackson, they drafted. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. These Ooh. guys, they just drafted. You know what I mean? They was just, you know what I'm just saying? Presty couldn't miss for no. a minute. No, he, he was, was on the fire. He was on he fire. He was on fire. That, that's a great one right there. Uh, let me throw some bulls. Let me throw the bulls in the comment. Ben Gordon should have never left the bulls. <laughs> I agree. That was my man. Yeah. <laughs> The Bulls offered him ten million a year in Detroit. Off the oh, he just dollar more. Dollar more. He should have hit him with his fight. Like man, you know, his career took a yeah. downturn. Oh, oh, I, I thought Ben was. I there. felt like if we had Ben Gordon at Eastern Conference Finals against Miami, we might have been able to get the absolutely. Ben hit for it. Yeah, hit for it. Ben was supposed to be uh, trans. He was supposed to make that transition to being the microwave. Yeah, that's what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to come off that bench and hit you. Yeah, for that 30, 40 sometimes. You know, Ben Gordon and Derrick Rose. Yeah, man. Damn. So, all right, y'all, y'all watching. You've been watching Spectator Sport, and if um, we've been talking about some of the players that play together or whatever teams that lost players for whatever reason wish we would have stayed together. Um, this show will be up very soon. So if you got comments, go ahead and leave comments. Give us some people that we might have forgot, some people we didn't talk about. Let us know. I'm Zach Roach. Uh, hold on, go ahead. I got somebody, man. And it, it wasn't really a duo, but I wish Charles Oakley would have got a championship which for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mike and Charles yeah. Oakley. They traded for Bill Carter. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I wish Charles could have got one of them, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the lead rebounder with the Bulls. Absolutely. 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 But yeah, like I said, go ahead. Leave some comments. If we forgot some people, go ahead and let us know. And uh, we, we, we definitely will respond. I'm Zach Roach, along with my partner, Mr. Adi Wally. Shout out to our special guest, Mr. Berg, in the building. In the meantime, in between time, we out. Peace. Wendell Carter, take Oakley number off, boy. Yeah, didn't you see Chris uh, dunk on Charles Barkley? Nice. You didn't see that. I went something like this. Put, put the cape on though, because I was like Superman. Oh, yeah, you were. Let me, let me put that on. Spread yourself. Catch it like this, around the back. Spread yourself. I'm so he's Barkley trying to block it. Oh, wait, he's too high. He's too high. And then, then what did Barkley say? He said, I don't believe in role models, but uh, you mind. We played together for two years. Mm -hmm. And I went to Orlando and. Um, it was just, it was a, it was a tough decision to leave, mm -hmm. but going home, playing in front of the hometown, because I grew up in that right. area, right? Yeah, for sure. So now that I look back, it's all over. I wish I had to stay, man. Really? I, I swear, I, I swear, I wish I had to stay. They've eliminated Dallas in six entertaining games, high scoring, and Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash, the two.